Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Christina. I'm Grace. I'm Mary Payton. And I'm Mike. Happy birthday, everybody. Ah. Happy birthday, nobody sing. (laughs) How many years young are we? We're one years old. (laughs) (laughs) This many. And we look great. Do y'all prefer birthday or anniversary for a milestone like this? Mm. Well, one has cake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, but we use like book birthday. So that's why my gut Mm. instinct is podcast birthday also. I like it. I say birthday. Anyway, we've been doing this podcast (laughs) for a whole year. I can't believe it. I know. I've learned so much. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Today, I thought it would be fun to just sort of like reflect back on our first season and the beginning of our second season and Mm -hmm. um, just kind of like maybe hear from y'all since I am bossy and I Mm -hmm. was a podcaster before we started How Do I Book? I feel like I've been like leading the charge a little bit so i'm interested to like hear from you guys what your experience has been like so far it's been terrible okay well do you want to talk about quitting the show (laughs) it's like that's why i brought y'all here today special (laughs) announcement mary payton will not be on the rest of the season (laughs) this is what happens when you speak out at at this place of work you just get fired (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. toxic environment um, you might have also noticed that today is Independence Day and we're not doing an Independence Day episode. Uh, that's because I don't like American holidays. And I think that glorifying our independence is really rude, considering that we stole this country from the natives. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about ourselves. We're focusing more <laughs> on the independent publisher. Oh, my God. Yes. Independence mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. Independent, like, T.S. Day. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like okay, that. Okay, so this better. is hashtag indie <laughs> independence. Indie <laughs> I love that. Okay, we're taking it struggling, back. Struggling, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you are celebrating today, I hope that you have fun and be safe, but um we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about us. Well, I would love to talk about myself for a second. Oh, yes, please do. <laughs> yes. Um I would say I've really in Joy different aspects of this podcast that we're doing because I get so stuck in my design world and just about design and, you know, dipping my toes in marketing that I've really enjoyed being part of the podcast where we talk about the things that I don't normally address, like they might be editing or me not being the most prolific reader of the group, you know, getting book recommendations or learning about the things that y'all are most passionate about. Sometimes... It's against your will, but... Yeah, no, yeah. it's only against my will because... That's an, important, that's an important look behind the curtain of the podcast is that 
each of us like takes turn writing and spearheading and editing these episodes. And then like in terms of scheduling, we try our best to get like the appropriate people on the appropriate episode. But sometimes it's like, hey, Mike, I just need one more person on the writing organic dialogue episode. Um, <laughs> can you just like say, uh-huh? Yeah, I'm always like, I will t- cl- gladly be the yes man and uh-huh. Wow. And things like that. And also another thing too is by podcasting and blogging, I have been forced to get out of my comfort zone. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, one of those things where it's making me expand my craft and my abilities within the publishing and writing industry. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good point too, because a lot of bookish people tend to often not be the kind that want to uh, talk in front of an audience. I know it's that's me. me at I'm least. bookish people. <laughs> it's me. So this has been a really cool time to uh, feel more comfortable talking about the work that we do and talking about our expertise in a way that um, I haven't been comfortable like that before. So it's been very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's helped defeat our imposter syndrome that we may sometimes have because we realize (laughs) as we talk about what we know that we really do know quite a bit about our own industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, And on the flip side of that, I think that definitely podcasting in general has helped me become more comfortable with learning in public also. Like mm-hmm. when we're halfway through an episode and I'm like, oh, I actually don't know <laughs> the answer. Let me Google it real fast. And like, I don't, ha- y- there's no reason to pretend like we know everything because yeah. then people mm-hmm. will stop trying to teach us stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite parts about this um, podcast is learning a new skill because that's always fun. Christina taught each and every one of us how to how to edit a podcast, which I'd never mm-hmm. done before. Um, so that was very cool. But I think particularly something that we've started doing more recently is interviews. And I feel like those have been so fun. I love talking to you three on episodes, but <laughs> it is cool to get some other people in here um, to share their knowledge with us too. So, And we've been able to cool. meet some super cool people. We had Lucy Holland, the author of Sister Song, which was probably the best conversation I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. We had Crystal, owner of the RVA Book Bar, which is like such a wonderful connection to have made because their, yeah. their store is just so cool and important. We've been able to interview some of our own authors and we'll have more interviews with Wildling authors coming up later this year and next year as their books come out. Um, so I am totally with you that the interviews really are, are sort of um, like our episodes are great, but the interviews I think are really sparkle. Yeah. And they're, they're also really important too, because we are, obviously we all work together. We're also pretty good friends. And so we don't want to get you know, sort of like in a bubble of our own um, experience and expertise and just like stay in that bubble, assuming that we know how to do what we do. And I know we know a lot of it, but it's so nice to hear from people outside of it so that we can be, like you said, Christina, learning out loud or, you know, in front of people. In public. um, To be better at all aspects of our job and as better people too. Yeah. Cool. One thing that I really love about Wildling and I want to make a goal to sort of lean into it even further is I just love how transparent we are as a Mm -hmm. business about the joys and the many, many, many struggles of running a small business, of working in book publishing. And my book, which is coming out in January, talks a lot more about this. But like historically, publishing has been 
a bunch of white dudes making decisions about other people's creative works without mm-hmm. providing a lot of context, without letting them be much of a part of the process. And I just, we are all so committed to making Wildling just the complete antithesis of that. And so I want us to be able to talk even more about hard subjects like the financial aspects of running a small business, mm-hmm. about you know our successes and failures. And I think that this podcast is a great place to do that. Yeah, yeah, and I remember talking about that at the very beginning, that that was such a big goal of ours was to be open and honest about stuff, even if it looked a little messy to our, yeah. you know, sounded a little oh, messy to messy. our listeners. Oh, it's <laughs> it looked messy. A messy. Right. The process can be messy, um, but it's how you bounce back from it. But isn't it cute and endearing? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like a baby. It's like, oh, you got avocado all over your face, girl. Look at you. <laughs> I mean, we're one year old. What else do you expect? <laughs> Oh my God, we're just getting introduced to solid foods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it says on our website, on our submissions page in giant capital letters, we value transparency (laughs) because it is so important to us. We want our authors and people who aren't our authors to be comfortable asking questions, um, seeking knowledge for themselves. I think like our whole generation kind of is really moving toward transparency, sharing Mm -hmm. your salary and benefits with your colleagues to make sure Mm -hmm. that things are equitable, talking about the difficulties of like parenting. I'm just thinking about things that I see online, people really sharing their experiences in a way that makes other people feel better informed, but also not so alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's been one of the coolest parts of social media and the internet in general. I know there are a lot of difficult parts of social media and it can be overwhelming, but being able to see other people live authentically and and, and present like real moments in their own lives helps us all feel a little less alone. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, in the name of transparency, (laughs) I have learned doing all of our wonderful interviews this year that I love saying absolutely after (laughs) someone makes a good point (laughs) and I'm going to, maybe that should be, I'm going to write a post-it and put it on my (laughs) computer monitor that says, don't say absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Mine is saying exactly. 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 (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) In the name of transparency, I would love to know really honestly from you guys what your experience has been with learning how to edit podcasts because editing audio is like so foreign. Like if you can write, then you can also, you know, edit. You can also write mm-hmm. other kinds of copy. But like audio editing is, at least for me, when I started so isolated from anything I'd ever attempted before, like, how has that experience been for y'all? Do you enjoy editing or is it a pain in the old assy? I think, <laughs> well, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I'll start by saying that. <laughs> but I think the most surprising thing to me about audio editing is I just never envisioned being able to actually differentiate the word um in a wave form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can visually you can you know see exactly it. when an um is coming. That's yeah. an um right there. <laughs> it like starts big and then it trails off at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me it's been both, like strongly both. Both a pain in the butt, but also really fun because, you know, as editors and as working at Wildling, it's a lot of similar work, like you said, that editing, writing project management, dealing with a lot of words, a lot of screen time. And 
audio editing is so different that it's actually, it feels like a nice break a lot of times. Um, I love working on it. On the flip side, because I am still relatively new to it and I don't do it very often, you know, we're splitting the work. I do kind of every time still have to go back and remember and it takes me a little longer than it would have if I were more practiced at it. So mm-hmm. both yeah, sides. De- yeah. Yeah. Definitely the same here too about that. It's like, I'm still getting into it. So it does take me a little longer than it should. Also full transparency. My neighbor just decided to start mowing their lawn. So oh. <laughs> if you hear that, I apologize for whoever has to edit this episode. It's me. <laughs> yep, sorry. <laughs> so have fun uh, with that. I've had worse. Yeah. But uh, I would say for me, when it comes to the audio editing, Because I am a visual creature and I'm used to seeing things on my screen to work with, you know, laying out books and things like that, that I feel more comfortable in the realm of audio editing Hmm. than I do in the world of writing the blog posts that are going to go into the podcast. I didn't think about that. And so I, even though it might take me a little while, I know there's a beginning and an end to the project as I'm working on it. So I can see where the audio end file. So I know how much more work I have left to do. And that's what drives me to get it done. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, that's but, so interesting. But I would say my biggest complaint about audio editing is having to listen to my own voice for Oof. so long because <laughs> yeah. I, it drives it. me nuts. And it gets to the point where after I've done editing an episode, I don't talk to anyone for a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to text. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit in silence and not hear my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> I totally relate to that and you do grow out of it. I've been podcasting for three years now and I'm extraordinarily desensitized to my own kind of annoying voice. Everyone <laughs> has great voices. I feel like I know Except that it's me. annoying in like a detached, objective way now. Like I'm not emotionally u- upset yeah. about it. Right. <laughs> I just talk a lot and I talk loud. That's annoying. <laughs> but it's also a strength, so... It's very useful in the world of podcasting. Mm-hmm. I think one of the challenging aspects for me is, Mary Payton, you touched on this, that like just kind of having to talk <laughs> generally is difficult for me. And I and I feel like I start every recording being like, wow, I'm going to sound so smart and cool and together in this episode. <laughs> and then I just like obviously and um and like my way through the whole thing. So it's hard. It's organic. It's hard, but it is hard, I think, though, if you're, like, not the most comfortable doing that, this platform is, like, kind of difficult, but I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else, so thank you guys for always being so uh, wonderful and patient. And And I I hope it gets a little easier every time. Mm -hmm. It does, and then I go to edit the episode, and I'm like, oof, it's not any better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that... um, Part of that is, and I'm, as I've mentioned previously, extremely extroverted person uh, who cannot relate. But I think that part of it, and this is what I tell people, you know, if I'm having a new guest on the show and they are acting nervous, I remind them that it's just us having a conversation, which Mm -hmm. we do all the time, especially us specifically about book stuff. We talk Mm -hmm. all the time about book stuff and we really trust and value each other. And so if you come into a podcast recording being like just chit-chatting with my friends, I I think that that mentality can really help you ignore the microphone that's taking up half of your field of view and just kind of like let it, let it go, let it ride. 
Mm. Yeah. Another thing that also really helps me, and this is another exposure therapy thing where in the beginning I was like, oh no, but now I'm like, ah, oh, say la vie, baby, is just <laughs> like, I'm, I mess, I mess up constantly. Like I say dumb stuff. I don't catch it until I'm editing it. There's no going back. Like I, yeah. I sound dumb. I, you're like, what? I did my best. <laughs> yep. Like and you're just gonna mess up. <laughs> we're authentic, yeah. you know? Oh, oh, oh we are. <laughs> So what episode that we've released so far has been y'all's favorite? Ooh, I feel like I got to look at the yeah. backlog. Look at the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not a part of this one at all. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it more. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really liked the interview with one of our authors, C.K. Fullerton, yeah. about how great. to write romance. Because that's a genre that I haven't worked in so much as other genres. And so it was very cool. She had a lot of great ideas about how to make romance work for you as an author. It was very cool. Thank you. I love that one too. Yeah, me too. And she'll be back on the show sometime next year when her book comes out, Blood and Brujeria. I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, which I'm currently reviewing and it's a lot of fun. Are you having a good time? I haven't heard much from you about it. So (laughs) (laughs) because I'm just working so hard. Oh, Oh, I'm. I just realized that I'm a week late on my deadline, which yeah. was a week late. <laughs> I'll get to see you by the end of the month, Grace. Grace is just kindly saying, "Yeah, I hadn't heard from you about that." <laughs> oh my god! See, you make mistakes all the time. Realizing that I've whiffed a deadline live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, just to balance things out a little bit, I think one of my favorite episodes um, was the Linguistic Facts of Life by our yes. dear Christina. My special um, interest. Yeah. That was a good one. It was such a good one. And I learned so much. Um, Christina is very educated in linguistics. And so anytime... I'm not very educated in linguistics, just a lot more than uh, most people. Well, you fooled me because (laughs) I learned so much from that episode. And if anyone out there is listening to this one and hasn't listened to that one yet, please go. It's a, it's a delight. Yeah. That one's about like sociolinguistics. Um, so it's not like mechanical. It's about the social aspects. It's it's the, called the linguistic facts of life, but it's like more like the sociolinguistic like laws of how we should like treat each other if, yeah. regarding our language. It's a really mm-hmm. important episode, I think. Yes, it totally is because that's a way that microaggressions happen all the time in the real world is by people feeling like they have the right to police other people's language and you don't. Yeah. Sorry, it's my special interest. I'm taking up the soapbox again. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I would say uh, for me, uh, my favorite episode so far, because a lot of episodes that I am part of or that I host are can be pretty technical. So I mm-hmm. really enjoy the ones where we get to step away from that. And it's actually my favorite episode just came out last week. And it's how do I include the queer spectrum in my writing with Christina <gasps> and our guest Haley Simkiss. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun because we just got to like genuinely be ourselves and just spitball our ideas and thoughts out and just have a good time having a conversation like we were sitting at the bar having a beer. And that's where I feel like the most comfortable, you know, at the bar with a beer. (laughs) (laughs) My God, we should record an episode from a bar one time. Oh my God. Just kidding. That would sound awful. Have fun editing that. (laughs) But yeah, I would say that was my favorite one so far. I really liked that one because... If you've listened to all of our episodes, you can probably tell that some of them we are like 
really relying on our notes. We're like maybe even reading directly from the notes. And some of them, like this episode, it's like, oh, let's just see what happens. <laughs> so that writing the queer spectrum one, <laughs> the title of the episode is how do I write the, write the queer spectrum? And the whole body of it is like, well, you should. <laughs> so that was just 20 minutes of us just being gay and smart about book stuff. Yes. <laughs> My favorite episode will come as no surprise to anyone because I keep mentioning it, but it was our interview with Lucy Holland from Sister Song. Mm -hmm. I think that that is like was such a perfect moment for me of the beauty of networking with other people in the industry. Like Grace and I had read this book and it was so, so, so deeply meaningful to me. And I chose it as my favorite book of 2022, which... (laughs) As a reminder, not to brag, I did read 100 books that year. And so the fact that I cold emailed someone that had provided so much value to me emotionally and she responded almost immediately, completely enthusiastic. And then we went on to have an incredible conversation where she gave so much of herself to that conversation. It's the longest episode we'll probably ever release. It's like an hour long because I that's just how long it needed to be for us yeah. to really talk about everything that she wanted to talk about. And it was just such a magical moment. I love so much. I love authors. They're so wonderful people. <laughs> it was beautiful. And I thank you again, Christina, for having me on that episode with you because it was truly a wonderful experience. And I love Lucy. She's yeah, very we cool. love you. Yeah, I was like, I don't need backup for this interview, but I do want you to be there because uh, we love her book. (laughs) It was an honor and a privilege. So uh, some great episodes, uh, some really great episodes that we've Mm -hmm. released so far. I'm just so supremely proud of us. Yeah. It's really hard. I have two podcasts, well, you know, like one and a half other podcasts that are not affiliated with Wildling. And like I run both of those myself. And that's really hard. Like running a podcast by yourself is hard, but it's a completely different kind of hard to try to be running a podcast with four other people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we've definitely been kind of figuring it out as we go, talking about like how do we form our seasons, what Mm -hmm. episodes should take priority, like we're constantly like readjusting our schedule and asking each other for help. And I, I just love that we are all so committed to figuring it out and making it work and making small changes so that not only is this a podcast providing value to other people, but it's also working for us as well. Yeah. And uh, one thing I do want to jump in there real quick is I do want to thank y'all for uh, motivating me to be part of the podcast and our blogs, because we know that this was definitely, like I said earlier, very much out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I want to reference Bob's Burgers, if I may, real quick. When Linda is trying, to, Linda is trying to get Bob to like go out and do something, <laughs> and he says, "Okay, fine, but I'm gonna complain the whole time." <laughs> and I think that really sums up me going through the growing pains of podcasting <laughs> and blogging. And I appreciate y'all and love y'all for motivating me and giving that kick in the butt that I need to continue on. Oh, I'm so happy to kick you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm grateful to you for, to all of you for saying yes and for learning, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just, 
I love this podcast. I love you guys so much. <laughs> and imagine how much less we would talk to each other if we didn't have this podcast. <laughs> I imagine it every day, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> They're like, that would actually be pretty nice to not talk to you guys all the time in addition to our very energetic group chat. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Grace, how many texts have you gotten in one day from us after you've I been think at work? The most has been like a little over two hundred. Oh <laughs> my god! I believe it. We're so annoying. Yeah. We're so annoying. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like fifty. Y'all no. have mentioned that that you're like, oh, it's it's fine. Grace mutes this chat. I don't mute that chat. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's your so choice. sorry. <laughs> that is my choice, and I and I made that choice for a reason. I like I like to know if the group chat is alive or not. I'm just like, oh, there, it's good. It's good for me to prepare at the end of the wow. day. You know, we are nightmare people. Apparently, no, I love it. Don't stop. Uh, I do want to make sure we thank Christina too, doubly in this episode because oh. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know if it's apparent from all of our episodes in which Christina tends to be a great leader for us, but she also does a, a significant portion of the work, not only in the podcasting and helping us to plan and schedule and pivot if we need to, but also in in Wildling in general, she does a significant portion of the work there too. So, I mean, we all do a lot of work, but we would be nowhere probably without Christina. So thank you so much. Our fearless leader. Thank you. you guys. Yeah. It's like we're all four equal, but I'm just like so bossy. <laughs> <laughs> but we need that. We got it's we good balance. That. It's not bossy, it's leadership. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Yes. In my personal life, it's just bossy, but professionally, <laughs> I'm a leader baby. <laughs> so this marks the end of like phase one of our season two of How Do I Book? We're going to take a break for the next couple weeks so that we can catch up and enjoy our summer. I'm personally going to the Outer Banks, so don't catch me there because I won't be checking my email. (laughs) (laughs) So our next episode will be releasing on August 15th. So look for us then. I hope everyone is enjoying their summer and I Mm -hmm. just love and appreciate you, Michael, Mary, and Grace, and I love and appreciate all of our listeners so much yeah back yeah, at you thank you listeners for sure thank you to all of our supporters part some of you are friends and family but a lot of you aren't and we are grateful for that for both every day yeah and you know what this hiatus is great for recommending the podcast to a friend so that they can catch up during this break yeah. mm-hmm. yes so maybe uh send it to a friend yeah send it to a friend we're excited about the episodes that we have planned for, I think we should say, Christina, you said phase one. Let's call it chapter one and chapter <gasps> two of oh my season God. two. <laughs> but chapter two of season two is going to be very excellent. And we're excited about all of those episodes. So please come back and see what we have in store. And that's how you book. This episode was edited by me, Christina Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at wildlingpress.com.